Hello, fellow stepmoms, and welcome back to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. Little name change there, as I realized I should be a bit more clear in the title so more stepmoms who are looking for podcasts can find me. And we are now going to be on season three, which is really exciting. Um, Yeah, wow, what a long summer break that was. After 17 months of school shutdowns and then summer break, today I actually have both kids back in school, physical school for the first time, which will allow me to record this outside of my closet for the first time in a long time. So as long as my husky doesn't decide to start howling at me, we should be good to go today. Um, I hope all of you out there are doing okay and hanging in there. Um, I can only imagine how difficult it's been for so many blended families to navigate all these ever-changing rules and the roller coaster of emotions as we've all had to adapt to a pretty frightening and unpredictable time, which still isn't over. Um, At this point, I personally am just trying to savor every single moment of normalcy that I can find and enjoy this little taste of going back to our regular school, you know, routine. I don't know if it will last, but I think that our entire family right now is really welcoming getting back to some semblance of routine and structure and normal life as much as it can be. Um, So yeah, let's get started on this week's topic, which was, as a stepmom, what moments have made you feel the most powerless? Were you able to get that power back? And if so, how? All right, so I am going to start with an anonymous response I got on my Instagram. And this stepmom says, I oftentimes feel the most powerless when my husband is devalued as a father or things are stripped from him as a father or he is not given the same courtesies and respect as the BM expects for herself. Double standards, forgetfulness of facts and and hypocrisy are unfortunately what we have to live through a lot. Yet he is the main provider of everything for his children. It's heartbreaking and infuriating at the same time to see the pain in his eyes, how much these emasculating actions hurt him. As a result, I often place myself in the line of fire to insist on equality, which there should be in a joint custody situation. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. When it doesn't, I am often then the target for overstepping the invisible boundary line that constantly moves. My husband deserves someone in his corner, standing up for him. And he is well within boundaries. He is a good man and a wonderful father, protecting that has been my core for 14 years. Damned if I say nothing to protect my husband as a father, 
Not by him, by the way, just my sense of right and wrong. And damned if I say anything by the bio mom. This is the most helpless feeling. Well, thank you so much to the stepmom for laying out her experience. And as I told her, I do think that we often forget that the fathers many of us stepmoms are with or married to can feel just as powerless as we do. Many of them don't get much time with their biological children, and some fathers don't get any time with their kids. And I think that if our partner feels helpless, then we as stepmoms, a lot of us tend to take that on too. And this stepmom is obviously dedicated to him um, and to being by his side to fight for him. I think that it's absolutely admirable, although there's no doubt this is incredibly hard to go through her situation. Um, the situation where the bio mom expects the father to behave in a certain way, treat her in a certain way, yet won't return the favor, definitely is not right at all. And I cannot tell you how much I hear about this from other stepmoms, the kind of double standard treatment in regards to their boyfriends or husbands. I think that ultimately in these types of situations, we can take the power back simply by nurturing these partner relationships. Because I feel like if both partners are on the same page and really in it together, it can make those hard parts of blended family life a lot more manageable. So thank you again for that comment. I really appreciate it. All right. Now I am going to read a comment that I received on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page from Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. She says, I continued going the extra mile for bio mom and my stepson. Always constant criticism. No matter what I did, she would pick it apart. I felt I was constantly being blamed for everything. And there was proof that I was. I was trying to build a great supportive relationship of my own with my stepson and better blend. All the while, she was trying to turn him against me. Never-ending attacks. It came to a head. I finally stood up for myself, and she flipped the script like I was making it all up. Although my stepson was finally old enough to admit what she had been teaching him, my husband asked me to let him respond to her. So he spent time typing a five-page email listing out everything I had done to try and keep the relationship cordial, even more than I should have and detailing what she had done to attack me. He sent it out to all four of us, including her latest husband. She never responded and asked her husband not to respond. But at least we stood up to it and called her out on her lies and manipulation tactics. It has definitely helped slow it down a bit, knowing we aren't oblivious just because we had chosen to be polite and take the higher road. I'm not saying that everyone needs to type out a five-page email with facts like he did, but there is a way to stand up for yourself using fact without bashing the other person. 
Never allow others to use you or your spouse for a doormat. And allow your husband to defend you. It is his baggage we have been dealt when we choose to love them and our stepkids. That was awesome. Thank you so much for that, Leslie. Yeah, so it can feel extremely disheartening when you are dealing with a lot of back and forth, especially when it's negative comments being sent through your stepchild that you have to hear about. Um, I dealt with this for many years myself, and I can tell you that it was probably the most aggravating season I've spent as a stepmother to date. Um, I think it's great that the stepmom's partner decided to take action and write that email for her. Um, emails can be a useful tool when the tension is simply too high for any kind of in-person confrontation. And I've been hearing from a lot of stepmoms lately that they do utilize email as their main form of communication with the bio mom. Um, it, using email is definitely a lot easier. You can edit yourself. Uh, you can delete things that you probably shouldn't be saying before you hit that send button. So it's very useful instead of, you know, being caught in the heat of the moment, you know, in person face to face with someone that's always really hard. I think that calling someone out on behavior that you feel is toxic can be an empowering action. And I think what makes it even better is when your spouse supports you. And I love so much that the stepmom's husband wrote the email for her defending her. That's really, really great to hear because she's right. I mean, he should do that. Absolutely. Um, and yes, being on your best behavior by not using name calling or insults is a form of taking your power because once you get into that mudslinging, it's very difficult to get your dignity back again, much less any kind of respect. And I think respect is power. So don't demean yourself and don't go low, you know, keeping on that high road while also standing firm with your expectations is really the ideal situation that so many of us stepmoms strive for. You know, none of us expect perfection, but that's probably about the best you can get is having those boundaries in place, letting the other person know, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get into he said, she said kind of thing, because that doesn't work for anyone. Most importantly, the stepkids. So, all right, I'm going to take a quick break here so you can listen to an ad from Anchor, and I'll be right back. All right, I am back, and I'm going to read an anonymous comment that I got from a stepmom over on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page on powerlessness. She says that I know the custody schedule more than my husband or the bio mom. I know the school schedule and also get frustrated when my husband doesn't tell or remind bio mom about when she needs to return our son to us. That they made the visitation schedule. They, the mediator, screwed us over for school breaks 
because even though it says we are allowed two weeks consecutive vacation with our son during school breaks, she's scheduled to be with him every school break. My husband is starting to realize that and tries to be more aware of finalizing dates with her, as well as being more communicative with me when there's a change. Thank you for that. Yes, the powerlessness of not being communicated to or feeling as though you're left out in the cold as far as plans, schedules, etc. I hear from so many stepmoms who say that they know the schedules and routines better than the biological mother or father and that they are the ones stuck in the middle communicating everything or reminding everyone of everything. And that's not a good place to be because you feel like they're the ones with the power and they're not using that power to be accountable for a situation which they ultimately created, yet you as a stepmom are dealing with it. Yeah, I've totally been there. Um, I mean, it's good that the stepmom spouse is finally starting to get it and step up a bit more in regards to speaking out about the scheduling, etc., with the bio mom. But I think it's still so frustrating for stepmoms to feel as though they have to go to extreme lengths or literally get pushed to the brink emotionally to make others finally understand what they're going through. And by others, I mean the bio mom and their spouse. Um, I was that stepmom who never spoke up, who never laid down the law, Um And so I went on for years like that, kind of just seething in silence. And unfortunately, when I finally did start laying down the law and being more assertive, it didn't go over too well. Um, So even though my own relationship with the bio mom pretty much deteriorated once I started standing up for myself, I did get my power back. And sometimes taking your power back comes with sacrifices and consequences. But you can't go on suffering in silence like that forever. And looking back, I'm not sure there was any better way that I could have done things. Because in my situation, I don't think my opinions would have ever been respected anyways. So... You know, I do believe that most stepmoms are struggling with doing the right thing always and not wanting to put their stepchildren through any more trauma than they've already been through. And many of us stay quiet. We stay polite. We don't want to rock the boat. And this causes internal suffering and resentment. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy for anybody in the family. And Taking your power back as a stepmom doesn't have to mean being aggressive or being mean. It can mean setting up boundaries little by little, step by step. It can mean sending that first email explaining how you really feel, or better yet, having your partner do it. It can mean stepping away from situations where you don't feel valued or comfortable. It can mean creating enough space for yourself to exist without having to please or take care of anyone else all the time. 
All right. Well, that's all I have for today. I really hope you guys got something special out of this first season three episode. Um, I can't wait to post the next topic. And as always, I highly welcome your topic suggestions. So please feel free to send them over. You can private message me on Instagram or Facebook or just comment really anywhere you like um, on any of the stepmom topics like the one I posted for last week. You can comment there. Um, So, yeah, you can find me at www.theponderingnook.com. And I hope you guys have a great day wherever or whenever you are. And I'll talk at you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.